Atlanta's number one radio stations. Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6. Radio stations has you covered. From our studios to our newsroom at KLP Entertainment. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube and more. As an educator, Mr. Nelson's teachings are still being quoted in school. Everyone can rise above their circumstances if they are dedicated and passionate. Today, Nelson Mandela's teachings continue to inspire. Inspiration. Pass it on from PassItOn.com. Live from our newsrooms brings back our hit news network, SNN, with many news anchors like Arthur Brooks, Addison Hayden, and Beatrix Gemma. Brings you stories about the news worldwide. Tune in on Atlanta's number one stations, Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6 radio stations. To get the latest news today, listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and more. You know that big bargain detergent jug is 85% water, right? 85% water? I thought I was getting a better deal because it's so big. If you want a better claim, Tide Pods are only 12% water. The rest is pure, concentrated cleaning ingredients. Ooh, pass me the intercom thing. Attention shoppers. If you want a real deal, try Tide Pods. Don't pay for water. Pay for clean. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide Pods. Water content based on the leading bargain liquid detergent. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger. Offering professional-grade industrial supplies, plus real-time product availability and access to experts ready to answer your toughest questions. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yo, 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 you know what time it is. It's time to set this place on fire. Welcome to Atlanta's hottest hip-hop radio show, where we keep it real, keep it raw, and keep those beats banging all morning long. Here at KLP Entertainment. Live from our radio stations of Swanky 93.3 and the Heat 94.6 radio stations. ATL's very own KLP, Kennedy Lucas. And this is KLP in the morning. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, good morning, Atlanta. Welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. Yes, this is, of course, KLP in the morning. I'm your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Welcome back to another exciting uh, podcast here today. Welcome, guys. Uh, let me tell you, it's, 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 it's extraordinary to be back here in the studio because, uh, yeah, we're back. Uh, I'm so pumped. It's early in the morning. I know. I get it. But... Uh, yeah, we're back. Of course, Tyrus is here. Of course, uh, he's actually going to be our, our our producer today because we got our two new talent here to give us their hip hop and sports news for this show. So I'm very excited. Like I always do, I like to pass the baton to all of my talent here at KLP Entertainment because, number one, that's what we do, and that's how we get down and we get jiggy with it, right? So I like to have all my people going out there and doing their own thing and having a lot of talent out here for today so we're looking good in the camera welcome again to another exciting episode of klp in the morning like i said i'm your host klp kennedy lucas we've got a slam dunk podcast today obviously because we are coming back from the thanksgiving weekend hopefully you guys have had a fantastic thanksgiving weekend i know i've had a spectacular i gotta say a spectacular thanksgiving weekend i actually passed by simone uh this morning because she uh gave me her script for her next episode by the way if you guys haven't seen the latest episode tea with simone teagues official uh new revamp show on our youtube channel at klp entertainment and all of our audio platforms out there 
for sure. So again, if you are looking for Simone Teagues with KLP Entertainment, all you got to do is go to our YouTube or any audio platform you get your podcast from. Tea with Simone Teagues is the hit podcast uh, show that is produced right here at KLP Studios. Um, which we'll talk about KLP Studios. Uh, I'm excited about that, but we'll, we'll talk about it. We, we just, we got a slam pack podcast. So, um, but Thanksgiving was good. Shout out to the fam. Shout out to my mother. Uh, my mom cooked some amazing food for Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, we had turkey legs. We had wings. We had collard greens. We had mac and cheese. Sweet potato pie. Sweet potato souffle. Ham. Um, and then my sister brought wings. And then, of course... Uh, we had some green beans and let me, I'm trying to remember all we had. And we also had all sorts of assorted desserts too. I still got my almost gone sweet potato pie in my refrigerator in the house. So, uh, yeah, Thanksgiving was spectacular. Um, of course I've called my, my father wished him a happy Thanksgiving as well. So everybody, you know, it was great Thanksgiving. It was a great time to, uh, be with family typically. And I, I say this a lot T. And I say this because it is true. I think when it comes down to, I don't want to say too much about Christmas per se, but when it comes down to Thanksgiving, I got to give that to my mom, right? Because there's nothing, there's nothing like having your mom's home cooked meal, right? And I remember beginning of the month, she says, Hey, I'm, I'm doing Thanksgiving, right that's my holiday that's my day i'm doing thanksgiving don't take that away from me so of course we didn't obviously you know if you hey i said hey mom you want thanksgiving you got thanksgiving that's all you that's all you mom so uh yeah it was good it was a very good time uh for thanksgiving i really um yeah it was it was good it was really really good um we watched the commanders and dallas cowboys game uh, I did ended up in the morning when before going to my mom's, I ended up waking up and watching the uh, Macy's Thanksgiving parade. And that was awesome uh, to watch and to venue out and to watch for sure. Uh, that's kind of a tradition with us every year. We have to watch the watch the Macy's Thanksgiving parade because that's just how I like to do it. Um, a lot of people did ask, you know, why don't you know, have you ever been to the Thanksgiving parade? No, haven't been to been to New York twice. Right. Getting ready for a third trip. But um, if I go to New York for a holiday, I'd rather go on Christmas, right? I'd rather skip the Thanksgiving for the Thanksgiving parade and then just go on Christmas, right? Because when you go on Christmas, you can go on the week of the week of Christmas week, right? So I'm going to New York for the whole week, right? So, uh, but yeah, good Thanksgiving. Uh, I've watched a lot of uh, ESPN. If you guys don't know, uh, I do dabble into ESPN as well. Uh, I work for uh, under ESPN partnership. Uh, we do film uh, and pertains pertains to Georgia State. So I obviously did catch the Georgia State game, the Georgia State versus um, Little Rock Trojans, I think. So I ended up watching that game and um, it was a good game. It was a close match and it was very, very good. I can't wait to be back in the courts. If you guys don't know, you guys can follow me on my Instagram because I got over 600 views, believe it or not, guys, on the video I did when I was at ESPN and showing you guys the camera, showing how I work under the production lights for espn and georgia state so uh go to that instagram video because it's still up over 600 views like i was i was blown away when i saw that number t i really was because you know look i just i was blown away so but yeah it was good it was very good uh uh thanksgiving break comment below what is your favorite dish for thanksgiving and what did you do for thanksgiving i always like to hear from you guys uh, we do have a lot of um fans that tune into the show and they write either in our, not so much of our comment box anymore on YouTube, but they do our forum and their connect box we got with, um, I want to say TuneIn Radio or CastBox, one of them too. So I do get some responses and I do get a lot of people reach out and say, hey, you know, we like your show this week, you know, and they want to talk about the, the topic we talked about, right? So it's really, really good. It's very engaging, especially on Facebook too really love it when we have our shows out there for facebook watch so again check that check us out everywhere so thanksgiving is is now come and gone and i was debating about this topic because we are going to do snn prime time this week and i didn't want i couldn't wait right because if you guys don't know the logistics about kelp entertainment we do have scheduling each week that's different right 
I try to make sure each week we have the same schedule, but sometimes that just doesn't work out for me. It just doesn't work out. So I on either Friday or Sunday, I already plan out my schedule and put it for my week and say, okay, we're going to do KLP in the morning, this, this episode this morning, and then tomorrow night, we're going to do SNN primetime. And then I've got to head over to Simone, make sure she's good with her show. And then I got sports talk. I got to make sure they're good with their show. So the schedule never works out. So the whole purpose of what I'm saying is this was a topic that I was planning on talking about for SNN primetime tomorrow, but I, it just can't wait, right? It just cannot wait because it's Monday morning. I know a lot of people probably listening to me while doing their Cyber, Cyber Monday uh, holiday shopping. Maybe if they are, I don't know. There's there's a point to this topic, T. Um, over the weekend, I noticed a lot of things. And the one thing I noticed, Black Friday might be canceled. Black Friday might be a thing of the past. Over the over this weekend, and of course, uh, over the weekend, I'm relaxing. I didn't have too much going on over the weekend. It was after Thanksgiving. So over the weekend, uh, you know, after the gym session, which I'll talk about that because there's a segment here on the show about that. But over the weekend, I'm looking over on YouTube and Facebook and TikTok. Right. To watch funny videos during the night where I'm just chilling. I'm relaxed. I'm doing absolutely nothing. I like to go in and watch my TikTok. I like to go in and watch my Facebook and, and, and my YouTube videos. I just I do it besides watching Christmas movies because I've been watching so many Christmas movies. Another segment for that in the show coming later this podcast. Yes, we have a jam packed podcast today. I'm excited. Um, but Black Friday I say is a thing in the past, T. I really do, and cast and crew, because I saw on TikTok that nobody, and I absolutely mean nobody, is going out Black Friday shopping. No one's doing it. There has been many people out there on there. They're going in there to see the vibe of the mall of your targets of your best buys and your walmarts even your kroger's was very very empty in the stores these time around i was telling my my uh barber shout out to byron i recently just got a haircut uh the other day so shout out to byron um i was telling byron my barber at fadeologist go check them out by the way guys if you guys need a good awesome haircut go see my man byron at fadeologist in lawrenceville but they got three stores but fadeologist is a good place to get your haircut by the way uh, my uh, shameless plug there. Um, but I was telling him that Black Friday is not something that people are going to partake this year. You can't tell me that this is what stores are doing, right? And I might be sounding like a broken record here in our, on, our, on our show, but this is what's going on because a lot of people didn't understand it. And I told Byron this same uh, kind of concept because he didn't he didn't understand why people are not black friday shopping here's what stores are doing stores have lost a lot of money within the last three years right you have the uh, has my uh what was the, the little chime going on there i think that was like financial times or bbc news but you got inflation right so the the economy sucks things are more expensive than what what they used to be right a lot of people have to pay premium prices on things such as bottles of water because it's just so damn expensive right now, right? It's the same thing I can say with gas. Now, gas has been on a slope, down slope, which is good. Well, gas has been cheap, right? I've been seeing some 296 and, and 290s in gas. Now, probably this morning when I got up, it was damn near $3, $3 a gallon. So, I, you know, it just kind of it fluctuates a little bit, right? But things are going more expensive. Rent is high right property tax rent tax service fees all of that is so expensive now to where your average consumer is not shopping as much and it's not helping the economy because we're not spending as much because of our today's society where is economics things are high COVID was a factor and for 90 percent of americans here we all are in student loan debt so now that's hitting us right so what ended up happening the companies within the last couple of years now they got to make their money back right because 
they probably manufactured or bought all of this product from all these companies that are partnered with them. And now, sorry, let me turn my thing down. And now we, you know, companies, they need to start paying some, some bills, right? They need to start paying the date back. They need to start paying these companies that they bought their product, right? So what they do for Black Friday and, and listen to this, guys, because I this is kind of a tip to a lot of people out there that are getting ready to start their Christmas shopping this year, that certain companies on Black Friday, this is what they did. Let's say a T-shirt. Let's say my 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 suit here, my my jumpsuit, my one piece suit. Let's say it cost me fifty dollars. And I honestly did think this cost me fifty dollars. Hey, I ain't trying to. I ain't trying to flex on that. This is, I love this suit. Let's say this suit costs me $50. And let's say H&M is part of it. Now, I'm not saying H&M is part of the, the scam. I, I don't know how H&M was doing that Black Friday, but I'm just using them for an example because this is where I got the suit from. So H&M has the suit for $50. Uh, let's say Black Friday hit. They raised this, this one-piece suit to about $80. So there's a $30 increase. So this was before Black Friday. Let's say this suit is normally $50. H&M raised apart the prices to, to this one piece suit to $80. Black Friday hit. And this is what they do. They say, now that we had this suit originally 50, we raised it 80. We're going to say you get $30 off this suit. Bam. That's your Black Friday deal. You're saving $30. But in all actuality, you're paying $50, right? So $30 gone, that's your discount. Now you're paying $50. You're paying the same amount of cost that this suit had cost me at the get-go, right? It's the same thing when it came down, and this was one TikToker, um, they had it, Joy-Cons, right? Now, Joy-Cons, Joy-Cons used to be $50, I thought, right? It's the same price as, as your average uh, game controller, right? $50. I thought Joy-Cons. Now, if you buy a Switch, yeah, you're looking at $300. But for just a Joy-Con, those are about, typically they were $50, right? $50. And some stores are saying, okay, it's $80 because we raised the price. But here's that $30. You get $30 off. Now you pay $50. You're paying the same thing, right? You're paying the same thing for the same exact concept, the same exact product as it was from the get-go because they're tricking and and i hope people are not idiots out here because people think oh that's such a deal but honestly we're starting to realize that hey you guys are scamming us we're not stupid i saw some videos t uh curix curix on sale for 30 dollars. that's how much it cost when I got my Keurig and my Keurig's in my house, when I bought my, and I bought the, like the one cup Keurig, I didn't buy the fancy smashing Keurig cause I didn't need all that, but I bought a Keurig for $30 from Target actually. And then I see it, a nicer, newer version of a Keurig also for $30, but it's the same price. See, the problem that people didn't do Black Friday shopping this, this year is because we're not really getting a deal on anything except for this one thing right i i want to say it was walmart guys walmart had a tv a 65 inch tv for 188 dollars now to me okay i can see that right because the 65 inch is pretty large right for 188 dollars i would have picked that up but i don't need a 65 inch i have a 65 inch right so you know that deal i can see but that seems like that was the only deal that I saw from these retailers. And I feel bad for a lot of retail workers because this year at Black Friday, I felt like they kind of, I felt like they kind of, you know, had them just sit in the store, right? Because no one was coming in. No one was shopping. I wouldn't be surprised if a store said, okay, well, we're dead. We overstaffed our people this year. Hey, Jimmy John, you want to go home? Cause I don't, we don't want to pay you just to sit there. Now I know a lot of people say, no, I ain't want to come cause I'm collecting my coins, right? I need to get paid. But some people say, all right, cool. I'm going home. Yeah. It's scary out here, guys. It's very, very scary. It, you know, this year is a year that a lot of people are just, they're not shopping, right? 
um i and not to sound like a broken record not this and not, there's nothing really political in this but people just can't afford most stuff this year people are people, people broke <laughs> i'm just calling it a spade a spade this, this year people are wising up and saving all the money that they can right because uh, uh jimmy john wants this this toy that cost me 50 dollars. jimmy john we need groceries we gotta pay rent sorry i can't afford it this year that's what people are saying and that's how black friday this year was very impactful meaning that best buy have 20 million tvs stacked up thinking that black friday was going to happen and they're going to have an overstock now i do say what might happen this is and this is this is kind of economics 101 for me but you know i took economics back in college i haven't took an economics course since then especially in my master's degree i haven't took economics so um but here's what i think might happen as we get closer to christmas i think a lot of stores are going to say we have a lot of backstock inventory that we have to get rid of meaning meaning to a lot of people that may not know what i'm talking about we got a lot of junk that we can't carry in our store so we gotta offer something we gotta offer 70 80 90 off on this tv because we cannot have that overstocked in our warehouse because we already got newer products coming in already we need to get rid of this shit right and that's what i think might happen i think a lot of people was expecting uh 70 80 90 dollar uh percent off right i thought so too because for me as a businessman if i had something that was 80 90 uh 70 80 90 percent off on a product that i'm selling now i'm gonna have more customers being more inclined to buy it because it's 90 percent off right knowing that my company or my business is losing money because of economics people not buying stock of stuff because people can't afford it and the inflation is in, is, is going up so i gotta sell something right because something is better than nothing that's the way i see it in business um but i also understand stores have to make sure they stand in their pricing because if i'm selling you a ps5 for 500 dollars, but sally sue can want she says she'll pay 600 dollars for it which one do you think i'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for the higher price. Sally Sue said 600. So now I made a hundred dollars more off of that product I just sold. So I, I get why stores are wanting to uh, are wanting to stay stay firm on their price, but it, it hurt them too because a lot of people can't afford it. Right. One thing that Target's doing that I saw on TikTok, Target is having it to where they had the sticker. Y'all know what I'm getting at. They have the sticker for, let's say, for uh, for TV. That's just the, the things I can bring up. Uh, they have a, a sticker, a Black Friday sticker for a TV, 65 inch or maybe larger, 449. But people are peeling the Black Friday sticker, and then their original sticker says sale, also 499. So it's the same price. So where's the deal, right? Um, like I say, companies are look. Companies are losing it. They're losing their minds. Um, I get it. I understand. Look, Black Friday is a mess this year. Um, I do think a lot of people, as we speak this morning, because it's Monday morning here, KLP in the morning here in Atlanta. I, I do think a lot of people are taking advantage of the Cyber Monday sales. Um, because maybe they'll they'll find a more better deal on Cyber Monday, meaning uh, e-commerce, meaning Amazon, right? I feel sorry for the Amazon workers because believe it or not, many, many, many moons ago, I used to work for Amazon. I used to be a delivery uh, driver, logistics manager as well. So the, the overstock of just shit that people are buying because this was COVID season and no one can go out to the stores. We drove our drivers mad. A lot of them mentally quit because it was just too much. It was too hot. It was a lot of shit getting delivered that year from Amazon. So I really do feel bad for Amazon drivers out there because they got to go through that. Thank God I'm in a better space and a better job that I ain't got to do that no more. But people are going through that. They are. So shout out to y'all, man. Hey, look, tough times, tough times. I do. Hey, 
I always say uh, support the small businesses because, <coughs> excuse me, if some if a small business that I'm supporting have their price the same, I get it. You're a small business, like you're trying to grow and expand. I understand, right? Because I've I've look, KLP Entertainment. We classify as a small business, right? Gwinnett County Chamber of Commerce. Can't wait to see y'all on on Friday. Yes, we got nominated for an award. Um, little segue there, T. <laughs> little segue there. Um, yeah, Small Business Award is coming up this Friday. Uh, the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce. We are a finalist. KLP Entertainment is a finalist along with me. So I will be, of course, there to represent KLP Entertainment and be the recipient as the CEO of KLP Entertainment. So uh, wish us luck. Wish us luck, guys. Now, let me get my sip of water because I'm about to go in right now this morning. Because this is something that I, I, I observe. This is gym related. And then we're going to move on to our sports news, of course, with our awesome voice talent here. I love the gym. I do. Um, this past weekend, I had the opportunity to go to Crunch Snellville in, in Snellville for a great workout. And I loved it. Ryan came with me and we really had a good time working out and getting back to the groove of things. And this is more of a rant as I as I pause because I'm, I'm formulating my thoughts before I because I, I don't want to look. And it's not the trainer's fault that work at Crunch Neville It's it's not their fault. They had not they had nothing to do. It's me that's about to rant about this. But this drives me absolute mad. Now, if you guys know me, and I posted about it when I was doing ESPN with GSU, and I did a before and after, shout out to GDN and GGC, because, yeah, I I was heavy in 2015. Right? I was heavy. But by the grace of God, and I prayed on it every night, and I started working out, started eating right, obviously I lost a tremendous amount of weight. I think I would I would say I'm getting a lot more muscle though because I started boxing too. Let me tell y'all, if y'all don't box at the gym, start boxing because that's a good stress reliever. By the way, no one can mess with me because I'm Adonis Creed up in here. But one thing that drives me nuts, absolute bonkers, fellas, we don't ask you for your advice. Let me repeat that. Fellas, dudes that come up to me when I'm working out, try to tell me how to work. I don't need your advice. Thank you. I get that dudes want to come and and they see my workout routine and they try to aid me about what to do better on. I get that. But gentlemen, and this is solely for all the dudes that go to that damn gym because women don't do that. Gentlemen. When I am running on the treadmill or the elliptical and I have a certain way of doing it and I'm listening, listening to music, you coming at me trying to get my attention. Now I have to stop my flow, right? Because if you guys don't know me and, and a lot of people work out with me, they know when I'm in the groove of me working out, that is me working out and putting in work. I can't stop. It pisses me off. When I got to stop my workout, pause my music, and now my heart rate is slowly uh, not beating as fast as I need it to for an effective workout because you want to give me some damn advice. And it's not quick advice. Dude came up to me on Saturday, right? Now, this was Saturday, so it was the uh, day after, of course, obviously, day after Black Friday, but it's a couple days after Thanksgiving. So, of course, yeah, I, I ate. On Thanksgiving, right? That's what you do on Thanksgiving. You eat. So, of course, I need to make sure I get my my, my physique up and keep that going, right? I'm running on the elliptical as a warm-up. If you guys don't know, I do I do treadmill work and elliptical work before lifting weights. It, uh, to me, I think it's a good way to get sweaty. It's a good way to get your heart going, right? Because you don't want to just jump into weights like that. You want to get warm first. You you got to get it get it going, right? I'm drinking my Celsius. I'm getting I'm getting it flow a little bit before I really start pumping, right? Um, dude comes up to me. I 
trying desperately trying to get my attention and i knew at that moment i have to stop i have to pause my music listen to what he has to say for the longest time he i felt like he was trying to have a whole conversation with me like bro i'm just trying to work out big big buff dude too so i give you props if you big buff something's working for you obviously but that may not be my goal to be that big because honestly dudes huge they're usually douchebags and women don't like well some women don't like douchebags that's not my goal guys yes i've gotten muscular i've got abs i do they may not be a 12 pack but i got something going there but i work out for me i work out to make sure that i can still fit my 32 size pants believe it or not guys i was a uh, 39 i was heavy right so going for a 39 to a 32 i lost tremendously amount of weight what i'm doing in my workout works for me i don't need people coming up to me telling me about advice that worked for them what works for you may not necessarily work for me right because the next the next dude and i'm coming back this coming saturday too the next dude that interrupts my workout just to give me advice i will cuss them out and make them feel ashamed of themselves i will be that asshole in the gym yelling at you to leave me the freak alone because you want to have a conversation with me about what works for you giving me advice when i'm pumping now if i'm just standing there yeah we can have a conversation but where i'm pissed off about not really but what i'm pissed off about is when i'm working when i'm pumping i'm going i got i'm energized i'm i'm playing buster rhymes new album in my brain while i'm pumping and you ass want to come over here oh i think you should be doing that better I think you should I don't care what you think I should be doing you can take your ass on somewhere see that's my rant because it's just look I'm not mad it's just when I, I just I hate that so much I have so many people <laughs> that come up to me about it and it's like look what works for me works for me I'm not there's my goal is to stay healthy have my heart health have great sleep at night right sleep good you know eat well losing the weight staying slim that's my goal why do i run on the treadmill or run and slash jog on the treadmill and then jog on the elliptical because i'm in this club called the atlanta run club so i gotta keep that going right that's why i work out when i work out at crunch my first thing is the treadmill because i also do run club so I have to keep my endurance high or I will faint trying to run at the belt line in Atlanta. That's how I do it. That's, 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 that's why I run. A lot of people ask me, why do you do that for? Because I'm in a run, I'm in a club. I'm in a run club. We go out at Ponce uh, uh, de Leon market. We run in the belt line for about an hour and a half. I run a good five miles. That's why I got to do jogging and do cardio first. So my endurance stays at the level that I needed it to stay at. And then I go to weights. Guys, and I say this to all my guys that go to, to the gym, please don't interrupt other people that's trying to do something. Now, if you see somebody about to break their fucking neck, then I get it. But when somebody's just trying to fucking work out, please do not interrupt them when they are jogging, they're listening to music, they're in the zone. Because that, to me, that pisses me off. It really does. Excuse me about my, my, my French here on the show, but damn it, it's my show. I just, I hate that so much. I really, really do. And the next person that does it, I don't care if it's a close friend or not, I'm going to yell at you. I'm going to snap because to me, that drives me bonkers. I don't pay people to give me advice about what what uh, weight training procedure or weight training a session works for them. I'm not paying you for your advice. So why are you giving it to me? I didn't ask you for your advice. So why are you giving it to me? If you want to be a trainer so damn bad, Crunch Nailville is hiring. Put in an application because evidently you want to train so bad. Sorry. 
not sorry. It's just that that drives me bonkers. And I, I just had to talk about it on the show because, you know, I just it, it, it gets on my nerves. It really does. I just I, I don't get it. I I don't understand. But we are going to understand our latest in sports news. Take it away. You are listening to Atlanta's radio. Cameron Brink had 21 points, 19 rebounds and four block shots. And number four, Stanford beat Albany 79 to 35 on Sunday. Kayla Cooper led the way with 16 points for Albany where Hall of Fame Stanford coach Tara Vanderveer played one season to begin her collegiate career. The Great Danes, 4-2, had their three-game winning streak snapped. Kiki Iriathan contributed 11 points and 9 rebounds for the Cardinal, 7-0, coming off a 100-88 victory, a season high in points against number 13 Florida State in the championship game of the Ball Dogs Classic at Henderson, Nevada. The 6'3 junior is one of only five players in the country averaging at least 20 points and 10 rebounds, while Stanford is the only team with two players averaging a double-double given Brinks totals. Vanderveer's 1,193rd career victory moved her within 10 wins of breaking Mike Krzyzewski's all-time record of 1,202 to become winningest coach in men's or women's basketball. Stanford missed its initial three shots then made four of its next five to get going. The Great Danes began 0-for-7 before leading scorer Cooper's jumper at the 5-11 mark of the opening quarter. Thank you so much for that sports news. Really appreciate it. New talent here in the studio. Of course, sometimes we got to give Tyrus a break, right? Tyrus, Tyrus, has, he's the man. And then we, I'm looking at him right now, guys. Yeah, y'all know. Y'all know Tyrus. He's the man. But sometimes I got to give him a little break. He wants a break. So I get it. I give it to him. Now, we were talking about sports news. And I'm going to talk about this real quick because I did see this the other night. Um, I'm sorry, Auburn. I'm so sorry. Auburn, what happened? You got beat by Alabama? I'm sorry, Auburn. I, I just had to do it because every, everybody's doing it, right? So... Oh, Alabama versus Auburn at the Iron Bowl. I caught a glimpse of it because it was the weekend. I, I didn't really. I'm I'm all sports out because I've been watching a lot of ESPN. So I just I, I got to give myself a break when it comes down to sports a little. But I did see glimpses and glamours of sports. Um, Auburn and, and Alabama. I did watch some WWE, too. It's good to see CM Punk back. Um, at Survivor Series. That's a good pay-per-view, by the way. Um, it's good. I am excited for CM Punk to be back. So, But that's another thing for another day. Um, Alabama-Auburn. Auburn was very, very close to winning the bowl for them to move on to the next stages for the championships. And what ended up happening was, of course, I don't know. Who, I forgot who threw it, but I want to say Isaiah Bond caught it, I want to say. Or Isaiah Bond threw it. So one of them two threw it, right? Um, I'm not huge follower of Alabama. I'm at Georgia State, so I'm, I'm a Panther, right? I follow my Panthers, but I do watch for other schools as well. But they threw it the last 30 seconds of the game, and I want to say that Bond caught it. So Isaiah Bond caught it, and now there was a touchdown within 30 seconds, leading that Alabama won the game. If if Alabama, if Bond didn't catch it, Alabama wouldn't have not won, right? And Auburn would have moved on to the next uh uh, part of the, the tournament for a championship right so oh but on social media a lot of auburn university students was crying their eyes out and i felt bad for them right i really do feel bad because i remember when i was in college right and not to kind of relate football to this was soccer um but soccer ggc women's soccer i want i forgot what year it was uh, it was a great year that i knew all the ladies and it was an orange beach Orange Beach, Alabama, believe it or not, but Orange Beach, Alabama, and they came up short in their match for the finals and they didn't make it to uh, they made it to Sweet 16, but they didn't make it to the championships. And, you know, seeing all the athletes be upset and cry and that that really gets to me. It really, really gets to me. So when I see other universities, they're rooting for the team, they're rooting for a team that they are affiliated with. And I, I don't say I wouldn't cry. But honestly, I will feel some type of way when Georgia State loses a game, right? I do. I feel upset because I'm a Panther now, right? So I'm I'm affiliated with that. But I understand when it comes down to Auburn University students being very, very upset because this they had this match won. But 
there was a catch and a touchdown. Oh, and a, and a goal kick, right? So it was good on the goal kick. So it's upsetting. It's very, very upsetting uh, to a lot of people. Um, better luck next year, Auburn. Um, but that that was the highlight of that story that I wanted to talk about here on the show because that what was going on. And I, I feel I feel bad. I really feel bad for Auburn. Now, Alabama soaking that soaking it up. Road tie. Like they're they're soaking it up. They're they're the happiest. Alabama is the happy. They probably canceled class that next day, right? They probably canceled class. Like, hey, classes, classes are canceled for today. Go study. Go, go celebrate. We won. We're good. Right, because we all know that football, well, sports in general, sports is a good good way for universities to make a lot of great money. So, in a sense, yeah, they probably canceled class. Not saying that that's a good thing to do, but they do, right? So, moving on to some juicy conversations. Um, and I wanted to talk about this one here on the show. Uh, because I believe in, I believe in chickens coming home to roost. Right, T? I, I do. Now, they expanded, the Joe Budden podcast expanded on this, and I thought maybe I'll expand on this one too. Um, I feel, I, I kind of feel bad. I feel really bad for P. Diddy. Another sexual uh, assault claim is coming out. It is scary. Right? Now, I'm not, hey, I pray that none of these men did what the blogs and the internet and the claims saying that they did. Right, because you got P. Diddy with another claim. You got Jamie Foxx got a claim on him. Eric uh, Adams, the mayor of New York, is coming out. These these allegations are coming out. Chickens come home to roost. Now, on the Joe Bun podcast, because I listened to it yesterday, and I didn't know this was a thing, so I thought obviously let's talk about it. But they said on their show. That between last November of 2022 and this November 2023, they just closed a year law where people are able to, if you had a sexual assault towards or, or if you've been assaulted by someone, you can file a claim, file a charge. Right. And now it goes out there. And it's coming home to roost. Right. Things are coming to light. And I say that's very, very scary because, thank, obviously, you ain't going to see my name in sexual assault charges. No, you will never see my name there. But it freaks me out that if this is true, right, did P. Diddy did what they saying he did? Did Jamie Foxx did what, what he did? Or did Jamie Foxx did what people are saying he did? Or the allegations and the claims saying they did, right? Because if it is true... You can get canceled. You can lose a lot of money. Damn near, you can you you can lose your life because you're going to jail. R. Kelly, anybody? Right? So it is a scary thing. This is why a lot of celebrities who are in hot waters when it comes to being accused and, and alleged of sexual assault, they try to avoid it at all costs. Right? They do because it is out there. Is it's is sexual assault for for sure, and it's also uh, domestic violence. Jonathan Majors, everybody. I mean, he's fighting the case, but he's losing a lot of crap, right? So it just it's it spooks. It's it's very very spooky. Um, but yes, PDD does have another uh, uh, case. Um, I look. I don't know the ins and outs of PDD. I don't live with him. Right. I don't know with his his thing with with Cassie, but last episode or our last SNN primetime, we talked about Cassie Selwick. Right. And there's two way streets with that. A lot of people are asking, you know, if P. Diddy is not is innocent, he's not guilty. Why is he selling? Versus Jamie Foxx who now, as of as of our, our show this morning, he is countersuing that person that alleged him, right? I got to say this because both of them are awesome. I love both of them. I really, I listen to both. But P. Diddy's in a different stature than Jamie Foxx. Think about it. Because P. Diddy, bad boy records, um, he probably still get a little money from Ciroc. I don't know if that, well, Ciroc is still his, right? Yeah, Ciroc is still his. 
he has a clothing brand with Macy's, which is kind of doing this number here because it, it's, it's getting pulled because of that, right? So P. Diddy, billionaire, billionaire status. That's why a lot of podcasts are saying to P. Diddy, $30 million to Cassie is like peanuts. Now, to the average Joe like me and you and our fan base, $30 million is a lot of money. It is. But to P. Diddy, to Puff, okay, we'll settle. Because he has too much stuff riding on him. He has too many billion-dollar deals on the table that he's not going to mess that up. Okay, how much you want? Bam. Here you go. And I don't mean it like that because, I mean, I, I pray to God he didn't do what he did, but sexual assault is, is, is nothing to laugh at. Um, if, if, a, if, a, if, a, if someone is, is out there and is alleged and it's true, it's not a laughing matter. People are making, some people made it a laughing, laughing matter. To me, it's not a laughing matter being assaulted. Title not. It's, that's not a laughing matter to me. But Puff will do anything necessary because of what he has on the table in the future. Versus with Jamie Foxx, Jamie Foxx, I think we're all, we all could be billionaires, right? Jamie Foxx is not the billionaire status right now. Multi-millionaire status, yes. Billionaire status, not quite. So that's why he says, well, shit, I'm going to go ahead and counter to this because I may not have, so I may not have something on the table or maybe I do, but I still want to fight this, right? Because I'm sure Jamie Foxx got many, many more movies to make, right? More music to make, rather. So, that's why a lot of people are like, okay, well, well, Puff, he settled. So could he be guilty because he's just paying off? Honestly. And then again, I don't know, guys. But if Puff had the opportunity to settle before things came out to news and internet and social media, I would have settled up quickly and quietly. Right? If I was him. If I was him knowing that I didn't do what 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 people are saying i did quote unquote for an example right if i know i didn't touch that woman okay what's what's up but if i touch that woman then you know that's that's another thing again like i say on record on the show you ain't gonna see my name in sexual assault charges i'm sorry no you're not gonna do i'm scared of that do do i rather look you ain't gonna have me you ain't gonna see me with these hands on inappropriately touching a woman or a man like no because that is serious you can get canceled you can you you can lose your whole livelihood with that right and i got too much riding on me too <laughs> i got too much goodness going on so i no, you're not gonna catch me doing that um but people are out there but if people are out there touching people inappropriately and there's sexual battery and sexual assault yeah get them up get them off the street take them to jail for the for the folks who's who's actually doing that and if you are doing that and you listen to my show shame on you you should be in jail um but yeah don't do that guys don't if a woman doesn't want to be touched don't touch her don't touch her nope even if you get consent ask twice do i have your consent yeah do i have your consent yes daddy do i have your consent yes daddy okay hold on Get my phone. Do I have your consent? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But no, but seriously, yeah, get consent triple times because look, it's a strange world we all live in. And I'd be damned if I'm going to jail for some young Poong Tang. That is a quote from Brad Pitt, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So yeah, that's what's going on. That is what's going on. So we've got it here. Addison's here in the studio to give us our hip hop news of today. Take it away, Addison. <laughs> Some of y'all might know this, and some of y'all don't. Let's do it. It has never been easy for small or independent music venues to turn a profit. Now, with inflated operating costs, some owners are struggling to keep ticket prices affordable for audiences and take chances on lesser-known artists. The past year has seen music fans roaring back to large stadiums to see sold-out shows for icons such as Beyonce or Taylor Swift, even as consumers cut down on spending for leisure activities. But many smaller, independent venues have yet to see business return to pre-pandemic levels, according to Stephen Parker, executive director of the National Independent Venue Association. 
If you are a larger venue, you're probably doing quite well post-pandemic, he said. But if you were a smaller venue, you are seeing business, and you're keeping your head above water, but you're also seeing that many of the things that larger organizations have at their disposal, which is economies of scale, is becoming harder. Neva was founded in 2020 as a means to lobby for government relief while venues struggle to stay open through COVID lockdowns. It was a driving force behind $16 billion in federal aid to the industry and now focuses its efforts on other issues such as price gouging in the resale market. The latest challenge facing Neva's network of independent venues, Parker said, is protecting margins in the face of higher costs. First Avenue Productions, which operates several venues around Minnesota's Twin Cities, has seen operating costs increase nearly 30% since before the COVID-19 pandemic, with everything from beer to ice to insurance becoming pricier, according to owner Dana Frank. We don't have corporate backstops, we have limited resources, said Frank, a founding member of Neva and former board president. Most folks are, you know, owner, operator, floor sweeper, booker, marketer, light bulb changer, everything. Paul Rizzo, owner of New York City's historic club The Bitter End, said that while food and every other cost has increased, he has seen consumers spending less in general. Part of that is a broad pullback as Americans tighten their wallets, he said. But it also fits a trend cited by some venue owners of younger generations of music fans drinking less than their older counterparts, some owners suggested the legalization of marijuana in many markets may be eating into bar sales, a significant portion of revenue for music venues. For Alicia Edmondson and Joe Lappin, co-owners of Songbird Music House, a 250-people capacity venue in Washington, D.C., it's an ongoing challenge to price concessions in an atmosphere where raw costs are rising and consumers are spending less, Lappin said many fans expect higher-priced drinks at larger venues and stadiums but don't have the same expectations at small venues. There's this idea that you're going to a small venue and it should be like your small local bar, but that's not the economics of a venue, Edmondson said. We're providing this extra service that we have to find a way to pay for. Thank you, Addison. Hopefully you guys have been enjoying this podcast. I actually have been enjoying this podcast. I'm going to make sure that I give you guys longer podcasts. I feel like I'm kind of skimping you guys out when it comes when it comes to my podcast. I'm so sorry. Um, I felt like last week was a short week, maybe because it was the week before Thanksgiving and we were wrapping some things up. And I, I didn't give you all my full all in the last episode. So I apologize for that. So I hope this podcast makes up for that. Um podcast radio show if you will because i feel like we didn't give y'all enough um but one more thing before we log out here this morning this beautiful monday morning uh yes blockbuster i told you guys i was going to review that here on the show and i will so blockbuster is out from bust of freaking rhymes and it's good right uh look there are about let me get my spotify because there are a lot of songs that i enjoy now sadly though there are a couple skippable songs that i skipped and i'm a hardcore buster rhymes fan but sometimes i just wasn't feeling with some of the songs he had right but they're very very few and look my timeline andre 3000's album i'm not reviewing that shit that bullshit of an album sorry andre you made millions of dollars and millions of streams but that i was expecting three stacks come out so but anyway you've got remind them is a good one beach ball is a good one but we heard that one back in the summertime uh you got okay from young thug and cool and dre which yeah it's okay pun intended uh could it be you uh by blast and young blue very very good very good um luxury life by coila ray eh. Eh. uh everything big now, despite the baby's very controversial, I am not repping for him that much because he is not an ally to the LGBT, and I'm a huge ally, and he had some some slick shit to say about that. So, no, I'm not a fan with him with that. Um, but I am a huge fan of Buster Rhymes. I am a huge fan of T Pain. So, two outbeats, one, in my opinion. So, yes, I did take a listen. Yes, I do like it. I like all of their lyrics. The lyrics is good. Um, as a person, I wouldn't want to rock with the baby uh, because he's still kind of on the verge of being canceled, right? So, but you've got 
everything, a uh, big everything, which I featured in a story of mine a couple of days ago. It's good. It's really, really good. I like, I like music that feels like you're empowered to do something big. Pun intended. Like you feel, like, you feel like you're boss level when you hear that type of songs. You feel like you're about to boss up on somebody, right? So that's why I like songs like that. Just it's kind of a motivational thing for me. It's empowering me to go out there and do my best. And that's what I took from this song. That's why this is my favorite from the album. Uh, Robo Shata, you gotta love Burner Boy. I love Burner Boy. I do. Um, you've got Tings is good. Now the return of Masa Musa. The beat was good, but it was just too much. It was like a lot going on in this song. And I guess it's too expected because Swiss Swiss Beats is he made this one it's just too much for me going on that it's it's a lot of it's a lot right um and that's about it oh oh no 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 that's not it if you don't know now you know part two with big tigger obviously i'm gonna love it because i love part one back in the day right it was amazing so to see the 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 part two and big tigger say hey i want to come back and do one more with you you know so that's about it it is like it's a good album not to say that Buster Rhymes didn't make a good album he made a good album but I was kind of hoping that he would go a little bit more into his old roots because I'm an old Buster Rhymes fan I get that he's following the market a lot of artists are following that market right now that hey I need some young talent because they're blowing up. You got your the babies, your young blue, um, Quavo, I guess, kind of in that way. Uh, you've got your blast, right? These are young, fresh talent that I need to partner up with because they're popping off right now. So in order to make this album work and to make some streams, yeah, I need to partner up with these people. So as a business perspective, I understand. I do. But when it comes down to old school Buster Rhymes, I wouldn't have not been mad if he had some of the old heads come back. Your Papoose. Game. Uh, big Boy. Hell, Buster Rhymes. Um, not Buster Rhymes. <laughs> Killer Mike even, right? The old heads. I would have loved to see more in this album because I can relate to the old heads a little bit more in this album or in other old Buster Rhymes albums, right? I get it. Um, I, I'm sure this is not going to be the last album. This is not his retirement album. I think he has a lot more to, to come and to, to uh, pause. <laughs> he has a lot more to, to bring to the table. But yeah, I, this... I would have loved to see old heads. My personal preference. But this is a good album. Uh, like I say, Big Everything is my favorite from the album. I like the beat because that is an old school beat from an older school uh, song. I want to say it was from uh, it's Bun B. Bun B's um, song that he did. It was Bun B. don't know if Pimp C was in it before he passed. But yeah. Hell, I would have loved to see Bun B in this album. I would love to see that, but that's just my preference. I get it. Buster Rhymes is catering to a lot of new artists. They're catering to this generation. So I understand. I do. Um, but hell, I was born in 96. So I know about the Buster Rhymes and the old head Buster Rhymes. I, I do. I know about the hoo-ha. I, I do. Right. I listen to it. Um, I may have been a kid when I listened to it, but I listen to it. I still listen to hoo-ha and everything remains raw. Right. I still listen to old Buster Rhymes. I prefer Old Buster Rhymes, honestly. Um, but that's just me. It's a good album. Take a listen for yourself on Spotify or any audio platform you get your music from. I get mine from Spotify, and it's there. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, it's good. I worked out to it, so it's really, really good. I really, really enjoyed it. So shout out to you, Buster Rhymes. If you're somehow listening to our podcast, shout out to you. You made a good album. I'm not saying it's not good, but you know, my preference is my preference for sure. So that's going to wrap it up here in our podcast this morning, Monday morning, KLP in the morning, right here at KLP Studios. Yes, KLP Studios. 
um not a new studio that's look that's klb studios is the studio that's another name that's under that's on top of all the other studios we have here in atlanta we just needed to get a logo finally so we finally got a logo for that a new logo that is uh kid y'all not when i first started my studio it was called klb studios before KLP Entertainment. So very, very good. Um, got the logo and got the trademark. So it's amazing out there. So uh, yeah, KLP Studios right here in Atlanta. Hopefully you guys enjoy this uh, podcast. I really do enjoy uh, coming on the radio and and giving y'all my all when it comes down to the podcast. Thank you to my cast and crew for your news announcements and your stories today. Uh, really, really appreciate it. Stay tuned later this week because we will be back right here in one of our radio stations, this radio station, to give you guys another exciting podcast. Guys, it's getting chilly, so please be sure to dress warm, have your heater on as we get ready for Christmas. And we'll see you guys in the next episode of KLP in the morning. So that's going to wrap it up here. I've been your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas, saying so long, stay safe, peace.